Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to another episode of In That Number. We're back with two home games this week as we welcome West Ham and Man City to St Mary's. Sadly, no points picked up. Couldn't build on the uh, impressive wins over Arsenal and Huddersfield and slip closer to that dreaded relegation line. Uh, before we get started today, I'd just like to draw your attention to our email. Um, you know, we'd love to hear from you, so please drop us any questions or any concerns. I'm sure you've got a few. Um, to in that number podcast at gmail.com. You can interact with us on Twitter um, at number podcast. Find me on at rayhunt84, and my co-host is at Moscow Mush. Speaking of which, I'd like to bring in my co-host Kevin Milverton, fresh from your flight back to Moscow. Yeah, добрый вечер и с наступающим новым годом. Good evening and uh, yeah, upcoming happy new year to you. Uh, yeah. Had a great time in yeah, England. Just about to say, yeah, tell us about your uh, your trip over here. Well, yeah, I managed to book the flights a while, long time ago, and uh, yeah, for some reason that they almost to the minute coincided with uh, the games against Huddersfield and City. So um, yes. yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> only one match that I could see. Uh, but we were at the stadium. We did go, yeah. Yeah. Went to the West Ham game. Yeah, it was a good, good festive atmosphere, but um, unfortunately, uh, the game, game itself, yeah, yeah especially the first half, um, wasn't yeah. a, really a special one. But enjoyed myself all the time. Um, and we had a poker tournament as well. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, yeah, the 17th annual... 17th? Was it really? Wow. Uh, annual... Poker hard tournament. Uh, exactly, yes. Yeah. Um, actually, you know what? I haven't even spoken to you about this, but you won the tournament, so congratulations. I did, thank you. It's been a long time coming, but uh, yeah. What's that, your third win, is it? Your fourth? I think it might be my fourth. I think it might be your fourth, yeah. Get to keep the trophy now. Are you taking it back home? Actually, I asked you that. Have you taken it back home? It's, yeah, it's here on the desk. I've got quite a place yes. here in Moscow. Did you sleep with it last night? Yeah, but don't tell the missus. <laughs> 
Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so when you come back, we'll um, we'll get it engraved and all that. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, right, should we go with a little bit of news? Oh, yeah. It's always nice to have a bit of news. Um, well, I mean, the rumours have been going around for a while, and I think everyone's sort of accepted it, that um, Davis is on his way out to... Um, to Rangers, and I think yeah, by the time we next report, it probably have gone already. Yeah, I'm I'm sad. I'll be sad to see him go because you know, been a big part of this club for the last five six years. But he's not getting his, his games now, is he? He wasn't getting his games under um, Hughes or Hasenhurtle. So, like you said before, he's still got a few, you know, a few years of playing left. So I think yeah, he needs to be needs to be playing more at this at his age now. Definitely, he's an international captain still. So yeah, he's still yeah. Could play an important role somewhere else. Sure. Yeah. Other news is that um, hero of the club, Les Reed, has been <laughs> appointed technical director at the Football Association. How did he manage that? Connections, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sad about that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'm sure he can ruin another big club gun from there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, any news from sorry, you? Yeah, um, I was just going to um, touch on Hoiberg's suspension. He, you know, picked up a straight red card against Man City, as I'm sure you all know. The dangerous lunge into, I think it was Fernandinho, wasn't yeah. it? Stupid. Really, really silly. I think Hassan Hurtel has said that it was it was a disaster for Saints. I think he needs like going forward now because four games he's going to miss. Um, but he did leave a statement, Hoiberg. It reads. Uh, I would like to apologise about my red card and letting the, my teammates down. Sometimes my passion um, takes over my control, but I will work hard on this. I'm focused on coming back stronger. Support was great again today, and we must keep pulling in the um, right direction to reach our potential. Yeah, nice little statement for him. Let's see how much his, his absence will affect us moving forward, but I think it's going to be crucial, isn't it? I mean, we saw that at the West Ham game, and he was suspended for that one. Um, we just couldn't get a grip in the middle. Um, so he's going to miss the Chelsea game, Leicester, Everton, and the FA Cup tie at Derby. Massive loss. Yeah. 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 Also, his third suspension this season. It's Jesus. It only just yeah. come back from suspension and he's out again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he was suspended for picking up yellow cards, wasn't he, against yeah. West Ham? Uh, sorry. Yeah, West Ham. It's like five yellow cards this season and now straight red. Yeah, he's got to watch it. He says he's going to work hard on it, but yeah. Well, he's going to have to. Um, And yeah, those, I mean, the competition positions there in the kind of centre and defensive midfield. Um, Romeo, who's no stranger to a yellow card. And Lemina, who's been a little bit of injury prime of late. So yeah, we we could be left with with just just one in that position. And that would be a little bit tricky for us, I think. Yeah, um, but I've heard of a possible transfer in. Mm. Rumour mill, you know, is always on overload at this time of year. But I'm hearing rumbles of Norwegian right-back Omar Elabdilawi. Mm. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, twenty Abdilawi, yeah. Um, 27-year-old uh, right-back, currently at Olympiakos. Don't know anything about him, but these, as I say, these are just rumours, so we don't know. But I think, I mean, we've said for a long time that we're, you know, we're light at that right-back position. We've seen Jack Stevens play there a couple of times already as cover. So, yeah, I'm guessing, I mean, if he wants to keep Valerie in this team, we need somebody else who's a little bit more experienced than him, with, with you know, with Cedric being out. 
So yeah, um, depending on how much he's going to cost, I don't really know. As I say, I don't know a lot about him. Do you, have you heard of anything of it on him? Um, not really. Although, I mean, he's a Norwegian of uh, Moroccan descent, so I'm guessing he must yeah. be good friends with uh, Elianusi. Yeah. So they, yeah, they could make a, a decent partnership. Um, and like you said, don't know whether Valerie's going to figure in his plans. Like um, against Man City, he, he opted for Kane Ramsey. Uh, I think he was night. just resting. Yeah. We forget he's only 19. Oh, no, he's 18, isn't he? So, so yeah. Last bit of news. Charlie Austin could be in trouble with the FA for his, um, how can I put it? Two-finger salute. Two-finger salute, yeah, uh, to the City fans as he was taken off towards the end of the game. Naughty, naughty, but, yeah. I enjoyed it. I did not I did enjoy it, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Well done, Charlie. Is that if, the, if you're about done on news, we can go straight into the West Ham game, if you like. Yeah, why not? Okay, so West Ham game. Lost 2-1. Um, opener from Nathan Redmond, cancelled out by two goals from Felipe Anderson. Fantastic goals at that. Yeah, second one. Very good goal, yeah. Starting 11. McCarthy in goal. Bednarik, Yoshida, Vestergaard at the back with Valerie and Target as the wing-backs again. Played uh, Lamina and Romeo in the midfield. Hoiberg was suspended, obviously. Um, uh, Redmond, Armstrong, anchor in the lone man Ings up front no surprises with that absolutely lineup, not really. yeah. the only surprise that we did so as we were walking to the stadium was when we were looking at the team was um, Kane Ramsey on the bench mm-hmm. so we were like what <laughs> yeah so yeah, no, yeah no, no surprises there I think that was a team that we had to play coming off the win against Huddersfield uh, obviously minus Hoiberg West Ham had their injuries as well didn't they I mean I don't know if you know this but they only named six six subs, subs yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise that at the time. We were too busy getting drunk. <laughs> I think we were. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we we weren't really focusing too much on the on the West Ham line lineup either. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, West Ham again. They're on a bit of a run, a bit of a roll at the moment. And um, good December, yeah. Anderson and Antonio were definitely they had been on form and, and what well, they were against us. Yeah. But yeah, first half. I mean, within the first five ten minutes, it was it was quite exciting, you know, wasn't it? Yeah, so I remember like looking over, to, leaning over to you and saying, "Wow, you know, five minutes into the game, thinking we care, we got this." Yeah. And I saw like we saw Ings like skip through Antonio and Ogbonna at the back, and then just little little toe poke and went wide, and I thought he was going through with ease. I thought we're, we're not going to have any problems here. Yeah. And I even said to you on the way to the stadium, "I feel like we can beat anybody at the moment." That, yeah, I mean, think that was the full sense of bravado that we had. We were kind of lulled into a full sense of security. But yeah, I mean, there, there's that, that Redmond shot, shot right from the off, and um, yeah, Armstrong was um, looking quite tasty, um, getting get into difficult positions there. But um, yeah, it all sort of fell flat about halfway through the first half, didn't it? Say so, yeah, we did have a little bit, as we say, like you said, we were, Armstrong was doing well, getting into good positions, but we didn't actually challenge Fabianski, did we? I don't remember him doing anything. Not in the first half, not really, no. No. Um, and I think Lucas Perez had that sitter for them. Yes. Um, as they, we, we were in the northern stand, so we didn't actually see how close that was. But watching the game back, I didn't realise that he, that was a sitter. How did he miss? No idea. That, they should have been 1-0 up straight there. Um, yeah, like you say, weak first half. Possession was lost pretty easy. Um, but, yeah, even then... Um, Valerie, we, we spotted that looked just totally out of his depth on the, on the right wing. 
Um, yeah. Anderson and Cresswell just, I mean, it didn't take much to to get the ball around him and, yeah, set up that chance for Perez. And then there was another chance, I think, Snodgrass, was it? He had a shot, yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I think um, it was Target he beat there. So the target was poor, I thought. He was just, yeah. Both of the wing-backs just looked yeah. e- equally as poor. So, yeah, our half-time half pint, uh, which, we, which we miraculously managed to get. Um, yeah, in spite of me saying, nah, we haven't got time, you still... Well, just about managed it. But, yeah, I think we needed it after that first half. And, um, yeah. yeah, it was looking up to be a nil-nil draw at that point. But I actually did say that to you at half-time, didn't I? I said, that's it. It's, this has got nil-nil written all over it. Mm. <laughs> But then, but then five minutes in, they woke up, didn't they? Yeah. Um, Redmond goal. Handball. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise it at the time either. I thought, what's going Because we have to say, we were at the other end, weren't we? Uh, even watching and the replays, like, it, does, it just, just gets dragged over the line. Um, I don't know how it was given, honestly. Well, was it given as a Redmond goal or as um, an Ogbonna yes. own goal? No, it was a Redmond goal because he kicked it. I think Ogbonna kicked it onto Redmond's arm as he was diving in. So, yeah, it looked more like a rugby try, didn't it? Yeah, and I don't think we can disallow for that. But, um, yeah, scrappy goal. But um, I think Redmond deserved it, I think. Um, yeah. 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 Um, and then, yeah, as you say, you come unstuck. Philippe, Philippe Anderson, first goal. There's, I think it was, pretty, it was pretty similar, actually, to the Philip Billing uh, Huddersfield goal right. against us. As in... McCarthy looked like he, his position was was wrong again, and he was unsighted. I know the ref got in the way, but um, Romeo was in the way again, and Bednarik was in the way, and then he just had a wicked shot low down. Do you think McCarthy could have done better with that? Um, possibly. Um, I was more aggrieved at Yoshi's uh, terrible clearance um, that resulted in the goal, but. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a McCarthy fan, but I do think that he, I, yeah, something about that that tells me that he was in the wrong position there. He could have been. He would be disappointed to be beaten at his post like that. Mm. But and, again, it was a very good strike. I'm not taking anything away from Anderson. It was a very good strike, and I'm not saying I could have saved it, but I don't know. I just just thought maybe he could have done better. Andy Carroll. <laughs> yeah. You laughed. Um, we laughed when he came on at the time, didn't we? What, what was he doing? He, he Three blatant fouls. And he got away with it. How did he not get booked for that swipe on um, Romeo? I have no idea. He hacked him. It was a complete hack. I, d- I don't know what he was doing. It was like he, he, he meant to hurt him. I don't know. Yeah, not pleased with that. Yeah, it'd definitely go in our dystopian Premier League squad. Sure. Refereeing though, I think it was a little bit poor. Not just the ref, but the referee's assistants as well. I don't, I don't think they had the best game. I think it was Craig Pawson, the referee. I felt, and I, I might, I know I might be, you know, a little bit biased here, but I felt as if West Ham were getting their fair, fair share of the decisions. You know, those little cynical fouls in the middle of the park that we weren't getting, and they were. Andy Carroll getting away with three of them. Mm. Okay, he, he, we got the free kicks, but you know, he could have, he could and should have been booked. Um, I looked at the fouls at the end of the game as well. They only they only got three fouls to our ten. Wow. So a little bit annoyed with it, but then again, it's easy it's easy when you're you know supporting that team, you do feel a little bit biased. But yeah, I do think that we were a little little bit hard done by. Still, I mean, I don't feel too agree because we just weren't the better team on the night. 
No, especially not the second half. I'm not saying that we were. It wouldn't have made much of a difference. But um, So the second goal, second West Ham goal, the Felipe Anderson, what turned out to be the winner, from our fucking corner. Yeah, just managed to completely catch us with our pants down. Um, yeah, not for the first time this season, eh? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, Antonio's cross, um, by, by the time Anderson gets to it, it he's one-on-one with the keeper. And yeah, so just uh, that, that maybe that's the price we pay for the for our kind of high pressing that is that yeah. we're quite susceptible to counter attacks. Exactly. But yeah. that just seems I've such an easy one. You could see it a mile off, couldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Before the play even took place, we were saying, "Oh, there he is! There he is! There he is! There he is!" And yeah. But yeah, you knew it was coming, and like Romeo and uh, Valerie, they were then in two back, and so um, yeah, they, they had no chance of. Um, of to was it Romeo? Was it? I didn't realise mm. it was Romeo. Yeah. I knew Valerie was the only one back, but I, uh, I think it was an Armstrong shot, wasn't it? That they blocked, and that was it. Boom! They just pounced and and went with it. Yeah, they can do that. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean anyone in that league can do that. That's the thing. You know, you but you don't expect to concede from your own corner. It's just just the way it is. Um, but yeah, say quick counter. Um, but then after that, Saints looked tired, didn't they? They had their energy zapped. Um, they just, just didn't play with that intense style that they have been. They just, no ideas. Yeah, just disappointing from there. Yeah. Didn't look like they were going to score. I mean, aside from the first, like, 10 or 15 minutes, maybe the first few minutes of the second half as well, yeah, it didn't really look that much different from a Mark Hughes side, if I'm being honest. Mm. Yeah, OK. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it up to the fact that we were... There's a lot of games in December. But they're all playing them. They are all playing them, but we're playing the, 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 this high press. I don't know whether the squad... I know he said that the squad is, is too big, but I'm not so sure about that. Mm. I just think we've got a lot of deadwood in this team and we need to replace those, like Hoot and uh, Elianusi, which we will talk about um, in a bit, actually. Um, Matt Target, where do you stand on him? Uh, yeah, yeah, he didn't look too hot, like I said. Um, and him and Valerie look, looked equally out of their depth. Just yeah, being being destroyed in in, in those wide roles. He does he does strike me as a sort of I'm not saying he's the same player, but like a Luke Shaw kind of thing. I always felt with Luke Shaw that he was good at going forward, but he was caught out of position going mm. back, and he just couldn't defend. And I think targets that same ilk. Quite possible. Maybe just not just not as good, which is no good because he was putting some decent crosses in there. That's true. And I'm thinking if he is up there, he can do that. But I would love to see Bertrand come back in because I think that role suits him, that wing-back role. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not pleased with Matt Target at all. Um, man of the match? Um, I've got Redmond down because um, he played his pants off again, as, as he usually does. Um, yeah, he gets that goal, even if it's with his, it is with his hand, and I feel that he deserved it at the time. Um, got a few decent shots on goal. And, yeah, just put in, put in a solid performance, I think. Ings was almost non-existent. Like, we didn't really see much of him at all. Uh, yeah, Ings, Ings was, yeah, I agree with your Ings assessment. I think he was, he started off okay, but whenever he got the ball, there was nobody there for him. And when anyone else had the ball, he wasn't in the box. So I don't, yeah, just lack of chances created that he, you know, he just didn't get involved enough. And yeah, brought him off for that reason, I imagine. Because, like, yeah, there were a few balls coming in from Armstrong or Ripland or, or Lamina. And yeah, he just wasn't wasn't there to get to it, but whereas whereas Long was. Yeah, um, I think we said at the time how how good we thought Armstrong was. Mm. 
Um, I thought he was everywhere again. I, yeah, we yeah we said that he, he was keeping busy. And I, but watching it on the rerun, I think I'm going to give it to Romeo. Right. Um, I thought, you sound surprised by that. Mm, I am. I thought he was good. But then again, I don't think he was outstanding, don't get me wrong, but I think he was good. I thought he controlled, well, he broke up a lot of the play. I don't recall any any glaring mistakes. Well, um, apart from, yeah, being the last man on, on that second goal. But. Not not his fault. I think that was a counter-attack, wasn't it? I don't, I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't think that was his fault. He was out of position. Um, and, you know, he took some hits too, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I... And I think it's it's clear as well that Ralph Hasenhut likes him a lot. Yeah. I think he's going to be included. I think I don't. Know, I think it was that game that we saw at the end of it. He come on, um, come onto the pitch and put his arm around him as well. Yeah, I thought he was good. I thought he was energetic, and I thought he he was a, he gave a good performance. Sure. And so, yeah. um, as far as I remember, he didn't pick up a yellow card. So he didn't pick up a yellow card. That's no, a miracle. Yep. So yeah, that for me. Um, and on to yesterday's game. <laughs> That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man City lost three one. Um, goals for right, goals. A goal from Pierre Emil Hoiberg. Oh yes. And uh, David Silva, James Wood Prowse goal, and uh, Sergio Aguero goal from mm. Man City. Starting lineup. Right. This is this is it's, a tricky one. It's a strange one, isn't it? Yeah. So he went McCarthy in goal, and he switched to a back four. So he brought in Kane Ramsey. Jack Stevens, Jan Bednarik, and Matt Target kept his place at left back. Mm-hmm. From what I could see, it looked like he was playing the three in midfield of Hoiberg, Romeu, and Lamina. Yeah. And then Ward Prowse and Elianusi behind Austin. So he rested the be- arguably the best players in the last month Redmond, Armstrong, and Ings, all off. Yeah. Um, and I looked at this back four, and I wasn't impressed with it. I thought. It's not an indictment of Stevens and Bednarik, no, but Target isn't good enough, I don't think. Um, and I was worried about Ramsey. You know, you, you, you're giving this guy a debut, okay, against Man City. You, you couldn't get a more trickier one. So he says, like, oh, you know, Sterling, Aguero, and David Silva, deal with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do, do you think um, it's, he's just resting the players? I mean, our next match is against Chelsea. So it is what I think, though. I, I was watching it with a few mates, and I, I we were just. I was like, it is. I hope it isn't this. I hope he hasn't looked at it and thought, okay, we're playing Man City. We're beaten before we play. We start. I'm just going to give the players that need a rest, like Redmond, Armstrong, and Ings, give them a rest. Give Valerie a rest because he's been working hard. Um, Yoshida Vestergaard as well. Take them out. And yeah, just give it our best shot. So he's doing a Mark Hughes and just throwing a match, basically. Pretty much. That's what I was hoping it wasn't going to be. And then they were saying, "No, it's right. He's just resting it." Um, Redmond. I don't, you know, I don't mind that. Okay, but if you're going to rest Redmond, why bring him on at half time? You're three-one down to Man City. Why, why bring him on if you want to rest him for the Chelsea game? Yes, yeah, true. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I mean, if it is, I mean, okay. I think didn't he bring on um, Redmond for? Who did he bring on Redmond for? Um, oh, uh, uh, oh, okay. So I thought he just completely changed the formation and put Redmond up, um, up behind the striker. Well, that yeah, that would be so. You'd have Romeo and Hoiberg there in the more holding role, and then yeah, yeah he played the play two off. holding because he had the three, didn't he? And then mm. he switched it. So 
And I thought, okay, well, that's not so bad. But then he brought Valerie on as well. Yeah. Um, that this, yeah I, I don't know what he was... I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Obviously, he knows more than me. I'm just... I was scratching my head about it, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's maybe a combination of different things. Um, he, he does... He's still tinkering with the squad. Um, um, sure. Only as well. Uh, fourth game in charge. So, yeah, he hasn't quite got his uh, best 11 down. So he's trying out different people in different roles. Yeah, he has to rest a few because there are a lot of games together. And uh, Yeah, I'm thinking we, we, you play Thursday, you play Sunday, you play Wednesday. Right, there's a lot of games. You need a bigger squad. Hmm. Fine, I'm okay with that. If you if he comes out and says, oh, we need to rest uh, Redmond because you know, he's been working. And you know he's been working hard. Sure. Tirelessly. Fine, I'm okay with that. Then why bring him on? Uh, yeah, I don't understand that either. Um, if, if if we're quite clearly losing anyway, in this exactly that's my point. See us getting back into it. Um, yeah. And is he trying to experiment with bringing youth into the, the the team? Do you think we'll see maybe even more players coming on from the under twenty ones? I think I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think he's I think he's filling a quota. Maybe that's part of his contract. We don't know. Um, but like, I mean, he's given Ramsey and Valerie their games. So, yeah, maybe he is, and he he's not quite done with Oberfemi. It's weird with Oberfemi, because he keeps bringing him in and then bringing him out, like, for no reason at all. Yeah. Uh, is he out of or in favour with him? Yeah, I don't know. Like you say, he could just be... He doesn't know his team. Yeah, he doesn't know who he's got. I think we'll know a lot after the transfer window, though. If he, you know, because I don't just mean incoming, I mean outgoing as well. He'll know. I mean, he said he thinks he's got a big... His squad's too big, but... You know, we'll see. We'll see if he bring if he takes out more people than he brings in. I'm convinced that we're only going to bring in one, and then probably a lot will go. I'd like to see Hoot go. I'd like to see Forster go. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Those. Davis is probably going to go as well, and we don't know about Gabbiadini yet. There's a lot of sniffing around him. Anyway, um, back to the game. So yeah, starting lineup was a bit iffy, but then again, it's Man City. So they took the lead pretty early on. Ten minutes. Yeah. David Silva, nice little slick passing, just made it look easy. Yeah, and in the build-up, um, Mount Mares and uh, Bernardo just put on that right wing again. Target just couldn't deal with it. Um, Lamina, but yeah, they just yeah, just got beat and um, yeah, very easy, very easy strike uh, in their posts. Nobody marking. Yeah, I mean. It, Around about this point as well, my mate looked over to me and said, do you know what, it looks like City have got an extra man. I was like, yeah, the amount of space they create for each other. Yeah. It's, it's just great football. It really is. And they, they they made us look like a championship side. But yeah, um, yeah no complaints. Brilliant. Um, but then I think Saints got a hold of the game. They had a, little, they had a good little spell. And I think they did it against City when we got battered 6-0. Six, six was it 6-0 or 6-0? 6-0, six, wasn't it? Uh, um, the Etihad this season. Yeah. Um, we went 3-0 down and then started to play against them. We got a goal, though, didn't we? Was it 6-1? Mm. I'm just trying to think what it was. Yeah, that's why. I... And we did it again. It was a penalty, wasn't it? I think it was an Ings penalty. Mm. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I think we had a good spell then at that point, And I thought we started playing a lot better. We Because, uh, I mean, it looked at one point that they were panicking a lot. Lamina, especially, was running around panicking. Every time he touched the ball, he felt rushed. Yeah, that um, chant that he ne- never gives the ball away. Um, he yeah. gave it away so many times in that match. Yeah, um, it, as I say, he looked rushed. 
Um, and it looked like, I mean, that's probably Man City, you know, just not giving you time on the ball. Fine. But but there was a spell where Saints were getting the ball down, slowing the tempo down, and actually, you know, starting to play a good, bit of good football. And then the goal came. The um, Hoiberg, that was brilliant. A nice little run. Dispossessed the lad um, Zinchenko, the Ukrainian lad. Mm-hmm. Um, ran with it, and I, you, I don't know about you, but at that point I was screaming for him to square it to, to um, Austin. Yes, it was just this thing there. What was he there. doing? There was two defenders on him, and I thought, what's he going to do? And he's just had a, yeah, yeah, rifled it home. That's why I love um, Hoiberg, because he, he looks at Austin in a position like that and thinks, oh, for fuck's sake, I'll just hoof it myself. Yeah, Bang. but, you know, <laughs> nine times out of ten, that goes in row Z, but... Well, I mean, Hoiberg, that's about probably the third goal he scored like that this season, isn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, I'm thinking of last season when he was hitting everything on site and it was going nowhere near. But, yeah, he caught that one sweet and, yeah, cracking. Absolutely. Cracking, lad, Delicious. Now, um, that that point, 1-1, the crucial moment happened. I, we haven't talked about this yet. Penny shout. Yeah, was it a penalty? Um, I th- James Ward-Frouse pushing the back. What do you think? Um, I'm trying to be objective. Um, it, it, it's not the strongest of penalty shouts, but I, I do I do think it was a, a penalty. He does he does get his he gets his arm on him. He, he pushes him. He gets him to ground. He's um, potentially in a goal scoring situation. So yeah, I mean they they, they get they get given. They do get given. I don't think it was. I'm going to be honest, I don't think it was. But, I will say, when I watched it live, uh, real time, I was screaming for a penalty, I was up. That's a penalty, you're not going to get those. And I thought, this is it, This is, you know, we're getting uh, I'm done by the referee again. But looking at it on the replay, I think he got it right. I don't think there's enough contact. And I, I don't know how much contact there needs to be, but it, lo- it did look... I think, can you imagine, though, if that happened against you, we would be saying, no, that's not a penalty. Um, what, do you, well, what do you think of the, the second penalty shout in the second half um, with Valerie on Sterling? Because, um, yeah, I mean, it does, does take him fairly hard, but um, I don't know. I think I think on balance, it probably just evens things out. Sure, OK, but this one happened before. Without that, I don't know. I just... I just... I don't think it's a penalty. I don't think it's enough. Um, but I was really, really eager to hear what you thought of it because, as I say, there's, it's, it's mixed. But like you say, you do see them given. Yeah, I'm, like it's not a stonewall penalty, but I think on balance, probably, probably should have been. I mean, if I was an unbiased ref, I would have given that penalty the same. Thinking, right, you know, what you got, City? This will make this game interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's why you're not a referee, I think, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the inevitable happens where they went. 2-1 up very very unlucky um, own goal yeah um, I felt like I mean at the end of the game I was on Twitter just um, talking to a few fans and a lot of McCarthy was getting a lot of stick for this yeah yeah I, I had to defend him because I don't think he's to blame for this at all I mean, he got to it yeah I just don't think it was, it was I mean you can't expect him to get that I don't think there's a keeper in the world that would have got that just think it was it it it, well, it, yeah, it was a cross, wasn't it? Essentially, it was a cross from Sterling, and it's it's hit right. James Ward-Prowse and taken a completely different um, angle and gone in. It's easy when you look at the replay and you see it slowed down. And you think, yeah, he could have got that, but not for me. I'm no, it was too it was too close, like, and uh, yeah, his reaction to it. Maybe yeah, you you don't expect that deflection when you jump for it. And no, exactly. So yeah, I'm not attaching any blame on him for that. 
Uh, and the third one straight after, just before half time, like literally the last kick or last head. Aguero, brilliant cross as well from um, Zinchenko. The, the Ukrainian guy, yeah, Zin- Zinchenko. Yeah, brilliant cross. Because he was having a bit of a, a nightmare, wasn't he? He gave the, um, the ball away for the Hoiberg equaliser. Yeah. yeah. And then he could have um, given Saints a penalty with a push on Ward Prowse. But he put his head up and he's just put a ball in the box. And if anything, McCarthy could have had that one. Um, possibly, but I think you, you've got um, Target and Vegnarik are standing either side of Aguero. Uh, none of them are really looking at what he's doing, like you know, trying try, try to stop him from, from getting to it. Um, yeah, Vegnarik's just, just let it go, really, yeah. hasn't he? I was a little bit disappointed with that. I mean, this is what I expect from Target. <laughs> um, but Vegnarik yeah. has a shocker of the game. Do you think? Because yeah. I don't think he had a very good game. But I was talking to somebody else today, and they they thought he was all right. But no, no, I don't think he was that good. So yeah, that killed it, three one, and there was no more goals in the second half. Second half assessment. Um, a, a bit like the the game at the end, I suppose. It, I don't know. Is it a little bit surprised that we didn't concede again? Yes, because it's Man City. Yeah. But um, yeah. and they did have their chances. Um. Yeah, it was that, that Mares gets a shot straight to McCarthy. Um, McCarthy had some that. really good saves in that second half. Yeah, yeah, and they, well, he, he lifted his head up as well. Yeah, but Narek didn't. I mean, he was, yeah, just, just terrible. Um, yeah. Just, just, no, you're not in the right position. I mean, we're still doing zonal marking. I don't understand why. A lot, everyone's doing zonal marking these days. I, 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 I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, if you've got um, a, a man like Aguero that can just you can poke your goal at, at two seconds notice, um, yeah, I think you need a man on him. Yeah, um, totally I, agree. I can understand with yeah with Sterling and Mares they they can run fast and they can they can send unpredictable balls in, um, but yeah, sometimes you do just need a man on man. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Elianusi. Okay. Now, on a previous pod, I said to you that. I don't know what we've got from him. I, I, first impression's not great, but I don't want to send him away and then him, you know, flourish at another club and then think this is what we could have had out of him. But he struggled again to get... He just didn't get involved. No. I, I want him to play, but he's just he's not deserving of it. He's not taking his chances. He was nowhere. Um, and I actually forgot he was playing. When I saw him in the, in starting, I thought, brilliant, I want to see this. I want to see what he can do. I know it's difficult when you start him against Man City. You know, what's he supposed to do, Price? But he didn't. He just didn't do enough. And I don't think you can put him in consideration against Chelsea. Even on the bench, I don't think he's deserved it. No. No, I mean, it's not competition for Armstrong or Redmond. No. And it was, it's good. Even Ward-Prowse had a better game than him, and I thought Ward-Prowse had a decent game. Yeah, I wanted to say that um, yeah, James Ward-Prowse, um, it's good to see him back, because um, I, just, I just love his set pieces um, when you see him taking a corner or a free kick. Like, you, you, you know it's some, something interesting is going to happen from it, and um, mm. he always puts an effort in, and, and it's clear that he's yeah, definitely got yeah. the drive and the passion. But, uh, sure. Again, not an amazing performance, but yeah, I don't think he... But then, That's like I said, this is Man City, so they make you look worse. Sure. Now, I, I promised myself when I started this po- this podcast that I wouldn't use it, you know, to launch scathing attacks on referees because uh, I don't like to do that. But I think again that we would look harshly done by the ref. But th- then again, I'm not saying that you know if we had have had more of the chances that we could have won this game. No, far from it. Um, we got what we deserved, sure, but the Hoiberg red card, 
Yes, it was a red card. I'm not not disputing that. A horrific scissor tackle. Yeah, it was horrible. He deserved it. But Vincent Company did it. Um, you know, it's two feet left the ground. I think he did it on Elianusi. Gets a yellow card. Mm. Why? Why is that? And we saw um, Liverpool the other week. Um, Mo Salah penalty. <laughs> The, the league seems to be rife with this big club bias at the moment, and I don't, well, not at the moment, it's, it's been around for a long time. I, I just think that they give, they, you know, Man City and all that are getting the better decisions. They get the decisions going for them. Even away from home. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're too afraid to do it against them because they are challenging for the league. I don't know. But again, I, I'm, it's easy for me to say that looking at it from Saints' point of view. Yeah, true enough. Um, but I mean, if you're going to give them a red card for it, which it is a red card, why doesn't Vincent Company get the same thing? I mean, we saw Eric Bailly get sent off for Man United in the game afterwards for doing it. He got it. Mm. You can't really call Man United a big club anymore. So, yeah, I'm just, you know, there needs to, there needs to be some consistency there. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I don't feel that, again, same thing. I don't think it's the referee that lost us the match. I think it's just... No, I'm not saying that. I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to say that. But I'm just saying I think there were some decisions there that we could have had. Again, like I think West Ham one was worse... But this one, yeah, it got to me a bit. Okay. Maybe I'm maybe I'm reaching. Um, I've got a question for you. Okay. Um, in two parts. Okay. Same old city. Are they back to their winning ways? Oh, okay. Um, yes. Yes. So do you think they're they're coming out of this and little dry spell they're having? Of course. I think every every team has weeks where they, you know, they don't perform. Just City had it. Back to back. I think Thursday's game against Liverpool is crucial, and I think if they lose this game, then they've probably lost the title. And, you know, what are they, seven points um, behind Liverpool now? Mm. Yeah, Liverpool win this game, I think they're done. But, as I say, I think, yeah, they're, they're, they're just going to go off on one now, and I think they'll beat Liverpool. Wow, okay, you heard it here first. Um, yeah. Other part of the question Same old Saints? Yes. <laughs> no, no. Okay, well, I still have I still have more faith now than what I had under Mark Hughes. Sure, I am not out on Hassan Hurtle at all. He needs time to develop this team and to do and to you know get get his structure going. So yeah, I'm not worried about it at all. And in fact, I even had a conversation at work the other day, and I said that Saints will not be relegated. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will be relegated at all. I think I'm, I'm going for a 16th position and, and comfortable. That's exactly Maybe what I said at the beginning of the season. Yeah, when you asked. I'm thinking like like six six points above the relegation zone. I'm thinking we'll be fine. I'll be pleased with that. Yeah. I saw, same old Saints, you can say that. But, I mean, don't forget it was Man City. The West Ham one was disappointing, like I said, at the end of it. I was disappointed with that. I, I think a point would have been very... It would have been good. I would have, I would have settled for that. Um, especially going 2-1 down. But Man City, is, we, you know, what do you expect? We got what we deserved. Nobody, no Saints fan thought we were going to win the, win the game yesterday. Although... So, uh, scratch that one off. We haven't got to play City again. Played them twice. Yeah. yeah. Got some difficult games coming up, but winnable games. And, yeah, I'm, I am more hopeful than I have been, even though we've, we've just, you know, lost the last two. Yeah, the faith is there. Um, yeah. I, I think the players believe, um, Hassan Hoot believes, Absolutely, and the fans yeah. believe still. Um, so, yeah, it's not lost, but just looking at that performance, it was a classic Saints performance of this season. Looking at the team, though, Kev, look at the, the, the team sheet. 
Well, again, we got. Um, for, this is another question I want to looking at the team sheet. Um, four at the back, is that something we're going to be doing in the future? I don't know. I think I'm, maybe he's looked at it and thinking, like I'm thinking, that Matt Target can't play that wing back role. Put four at the back, pack that midfield out. I know he did it against City because, it, you know, it's Man City. Mm. Don't let them pass it round you. Um, but it'll be interesting when Bertrand comes back because I think Bertrand can play that wing back role. I can't wait. He can. He can go forward and he can defend. So yeah, I, I don't. I don't think the five at the back is done. I just think the four at the back maybe was for target and because of uh, he wanted to put more in the midfield three, especially to counteract the um, you know, the silvers. Yeah. But yeah. Um, man of the match, Man City game. Oh, such such a difficult question because um, right up until about yeah, about fifteen minutes towards the end, I started thinking about who it would be, and I was like, it's obviously got to be Hoiberg, cracking goal. Good strong performance there, and just then wasted it by getting sent off again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean for a tackle like that, I can't give it to Hoiberg. Um, is it worth giving it to Charlie Austin just for his um, V sign to yeah. the City fans? Probably not. Um, I think I'll give it to James Ward-Prowse then. Okay, yeah, that, I'm I'm glad you said that because I felt the same. I mean, I've Probably Hoiberg, I'm going to give it to. I say probably because of the red. Um, yeah. But yeah, as I say, he was energetic, as always. A brilliant goal. But yeah, so the whole performance was tainted by the by the card. Um, but I do think that McCarthy's got to be high up there for me. Because I don't blame him for anything oh, yeah. in this game. I'm saying, yeah, I, he's got a, a good shout to be man of the match for me. Just, you know, I don't blame him for anything. Um, and he kept us in the match on a number of occasions. Yeah, it could we, have been a lot more than that. So when I we do were, think he needs to be, you know, mentioned in the discussion. Yeah, when when we were one nil down um, before yeah. the equaliser, he, he managed a stunning save of um, Aguero shot. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, I, I think, got, I, I, I think, I think that's he fair. was getting a lot of lot, a lot of stick, un, unwarranted stick for it. Um, I, I will say, well, possibly the the Aguero goal, you can be look at him and think. Mm. But other than that, no, I, I think he, what his saves far outweighed his mistake, his one mistake. Yeah, I'd agree so, with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 17th in the table now, 15 points. Um, I think we're... Because Burnley got a win yesterday and a clean sheet as well. Wow. Um, so we are out of the relegation zone by goal difference again. Um, and things don't get any easier because on Wednesday the 2nd, as you know, we travel to Stamford Bridge. To face Chelsea. <sighs> okay, uh, where where do we start with Chelsea? You know, the one blemish on their record of late is that uncharacteristic home loss to Lord Peel's Leicester, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and I've got to be honest, um, from what I, I didn't watch all, so I apologise, I didn't watch all of the Chelsea Palace game yesterday, but from what I saw, Palace looked okay, especially towards the end of the game. Like the last 10 minutes, they had a lot of the ball. So yeah, I don't think Chelsea looked great. And I'm. I, I'm quite hopeful for this match. I got to say, I am. Um, I'm always hopeful, but uh, yeah, I don't think realistically with um, uh, Hazard and uh, N'Golo Kante, William in that side. I mean, it's, it's basically it's a similar that, side. Then, yeah, you say that, but then why didn't they destroy a team like Crystal Palace? They should be with that with those players. Um, they, they, they just not. I think they're going to give them a game. Oh, we'll give him a game for sure. Yeah, I mean, in the out, yeah. <laughs> okay. Nathan Redmond only had forty-five minutes. 
So he should be relatively fresh. Armstrong Ings, fresh. Mm-hmm. Vestergaard, also fresh. Yoshida. Yeah, okay, well, I forget about him. <laughs> um, and <laughs> as I say, I'm still hopeful on this press, and I'm thinking if we've got a rested team, Chelsea don't look brilliant at the moment. So I'm thinking we could get something out of this game. Could. Could. But, gun to my head, uh, Chelsea probably win this game 2-1. Oh, exactly the same as uh, what I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to fight for Saints here to give them some, you know, ray of hope. But Chelsea, Chelsea, as you say, you've got Hazard still, and we've got our defence still. So, yeah, I can't... You, you, I'm just hopeful. I'm, I'm, if we get a draw out of this, I'll be very, very happy. Okay. Uh, are you going to change your prediction, or are you going to keep it? I am, yeah, just because... Uh, all right, 1-1. One, one. Sod it. Oh, really? Yeah. Have, I bought you, have I bought you over? Yeah, why not? I think I think I need the points, so I'll have to go something different from you. Oh, okay. I like it, Kev. I like the um, optimism. Sure, I'm sure it's misplaced, but... Um, Might be, but um, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> so, um, predictions. You know, we didn't actually make a prediction for the Man City game. What would you have said? I would have said 3-1 Man City. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Well, I think we can both say safely that Man City were going to win that game. Yeah, I probably would have said 2-0, so... Um, I would have said 3 or 4. Oh, OK. Well, then, yeah, it evens itself out, then. So, are we going to give ourselves two points for that? Um, is that what you get for a, a correct result? Yeah. 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 OK. So, we give ourselves two points for that. So, we go down to the West Ham game. Um, I predicted a Saints win, <laughs> and you predicted a draw. <laughs> oh. So, if we factor on those points, then they are still the same. No change. Mm-hmm. Right. So, it was 32-31 to me. I've, I've counted the West Ham one. So, it's 32-31. And then with the Man City one, that will be 34-32 to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, everything to play for still. Yeah. Um, and we go to Chelsea. So, you've gone for a, a, a draw and I've gone for a 2-1 Chelsea win. Fair enough. Um Fantasy football, how well did I do this week? Well, uh, you had a grand total of 50, which is better than my haul of 45 Another. this week. Another good one. Kane captain, um, yeah, could have gone with Mo Salah there, but uh, yeah, some uh, Madison, I think, uh, he, to, he missed a penalty, so uh, yeah. So yeah, not, not an amazing result there. Um, for me, um, I had Firmino, who mm-hmm. managed to get 17 points, but I didn't have him as captain. I put Philippe Anderson as captain for some reason, so, um, yeah, lost out there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, Hoiberg, with his mixed performance of a goal and a red card, is still in my team, but he was on the bench. Oh, OK, so how many points did he score? I'm curious. Uh, four. Do you get um, minus less points if you get a straight red or two yellows? I uh, don't know if there's a difference. Okay. Um, so we're like saying a yellow card's two points and a red card's four points then. Uh, something like that. I think, is it, is it one for the yellow, I think, um, and three for the red? Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, 45 points uh, for me. It's pretty good. It's worse than average. Uh, but oh, that's pretty good. Our weekly winner is uh, top of the table, Craig Harris, who's 
Harris Sanjaman scored 62 points. Oh, wow. Cracking week. That puts him uh, 39 points ahead of Marcus Fanshawe's Real Deal FC. Uh, yeah, Craig's got 1,134 points, so we're quite a way behind. Wow. Okay, nice one. Well done. Um, well, just just apologies. We've been having some technical difficulties with our podcast hosting, um, which means that our Christmas uh, special hasn't come quite come out just yet. So um, we'll probably be releasing uh, them both around about the same time. So, yeah, apologies to our regular listeners for that. Um, yeah, fingers crossed, yeah. Business will be uh, back to normal very soon. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's customary to say Happy New Year, isn't it? So it is. Happy New Year. Yeah, we're Happy certainly... New Year to you. And, yeah, to everyone listening, hope you drink enough. <laughs> I was going to say responsibly, but no, I don't care. Drink as much as you fucking want. Yeah, I don't drink it. Yeah, I don't drink irresponsibly. Um, drink, drink sensibly. Yeah, drink, just get yourself nicely drunk. Yeah. Be good. Yeah, I think that's about it. All right, what's your what's your New Year's resolution going to be then, right? Honestly, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Have you got one? Um, for, for this podcast? Yeah, go on. Uh, mm, uh, maybe to stop saying, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I could, I could go with that as well. Oh. I don't know. I, I, as I say, I'm not really big on it. I don't really do New Year. But I'll, um, what about you? Well, actually, I haven't even asked what are you guys up to. Um, so, yeah, tr- because uh, New Year is the big family holiday that Christmas is in the UK, um, yeah, Russians get together um, a lot of traditional Soviet food, which is probably a little bit strange for the British palate, um, drink drink a lot of uh, Russian sparkling vodka. wine. Um, yeah, vodka. I guess whoever likes vodka drinks a lot of it. Um <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, so I'm, and uh, none, none of my family are either, so we kind of steer away from it. But, um, yeah, then everyone watches Putin's New Year's address uh, at midnight and uh, uh, wishes everyone a happy New Year. Um, so some people uh, write, like, their wishes on a piece of paper and then burn it, put it in the champagne they're drinking and drink that. Never done that oh, before. But, uh, that's weird. Yeah, that's, that's a funny little tradition. Um can you give us any Russian phrases for New Year? Oh, I can give you an easy, easy one. Um, so your Happy New Year would be Snovum Godum. Snovum? Snovum? Godum. Godum. Snovum Godum. Snovum Godum. There you go. And that means Happy New Year? Yeah, it literally means with the New Year. With the New Year. Okay. I'll have to remember that one. Anything else? Uh, well, yeah, it depends whether you're uh, congratulating someone before... Uh, the new year has uh, come in or not. So if, okay. it's, if it's before the new year, you can say Snastupayushim. Say that again. So yeah, Snastupayushim. Wow. They all, start with, they all start with S. So you've got, yeah, Nastu. Snastu. Payushim. Payushim. Snastupayushim. That, that means with the uh, oncoming new year is uh, assumed that. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's enough Russian for one day. For me, anyway. Yeah, not for you. so, yeah, <laughs> tune in to our uh, Russian language uh, learning podcast next week. <laughs> where, uh, where we'll teach you, can't, you can't the word. right now, but I'm actually signing off with the Charlie Austin salute. <laughs> <laughs> and next week, uh, we'll be learning the Russian for hangover. Yes. 
that'd be brilliant. I hope we could that, do that every week. Hope that Saints don't have a hangover against uh, yeah. Chelsea. And none of you as well. You know, you need get your drinks in tonight, and then make sure you're all sobered out for the Wednesday game. Yeah, keep a strong head. Um, yeah, drink, drink, drink enough water between drinks and uh, activated charcoal. Is a little Russian uh, secret that they like to uh, knock back to give them less of a hangover the day after. That's a good idea. Mm. Mm. Podcast next week? Oh, yeah. Next Sunday, I believe, we have a podcast. And we're actually going to talk about the Chelsea games and the Derby game, which is also uh, on Saturday, the 5th of January. So, yeah, Saints go to Pride Park and face Frank Lampard's Derby. So, yeah. Are we going to have a prediction on that one, actually? We haven't even previewed it, have we? No, we haven't. Um... Well, yeah, away Frank Lampard's derby. Um, I'm going to say 2-0 Southampton. Really? Okay. How Fair about enough. you? Um, I'm going to take the draw. I'm going to go 1-1. Okay. Who's you say 2-0? 2-0, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take a draw. So, I, I don't, I, I'm just thinking that maybe he's not going to be focused on the FA Cup as much and he's going to give a lot of... I think Obafemi might get a start. And possibly Angus Gunn. Right. I just have a f- yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't know why. I don't. I just. I just think that he, he's focused on the league at the moment and the FA Cup. He's going to use it as. A, he's going to think of it as a distraction. So yeah, I'm. I'm going to go one-one. And you know, Derby are not. They're no mugs. They're a decent side. Sure, but I mean, we do. I think even with the suspensions and a couple of injuries we've got, I think we've still got a deep enough squad that's of just about of Premiership quality. So. Sure, I think if we feel the same sort of defence we did against Man City, if it is something like that, yeah. I'm not saying we're going to get battered, but yeah, I just, I can't see us really, you know, going there and wiping the floor with them, especially with a ill-pleated side. I don't know. I, don't, I just, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go 1-1. Do you not think Derby are going to take it, um, do you think they're going to take it very seriously? Cause of course they will. They're playing a Premier League team and they're at home. I think they've got to. But, I mean, they, they've got um, struggles of their own. Um, yeah. But a nice little cup run for them. Would be not, oh, I'm not saying it wouldn't be for us. I'd love it. But, yeah, I don't know. I just think Derby are going to be taking it a little bit more seriously than us. Are they, are they, are they a strong Derby side? Yeah. Yeah, they've got some decent young players coming through. Frank Lampard's doing very well with them. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting game. Hopefully it's going to be a good one. Um, it's, it's, it is to say, it's a difficult one to call. They had a big win as well, didn't they, last week? Against Norwich last week. It was yesterday, wasn't it? Was it yesterday? A couple of days ago, they beat Norwich away, didn't they? And Norwich were rather well, second in the league. So, yeah. Yeah, Derby, decent side, I think, yeah. Any players that we would have heard of in there? Oh, they got, um, they got Tom Lawrence, um, who's a young, young up-and-coming player. Who's the other guy that I think of? I think it was, was it Wilson? Harry Wilson? Midfielder that's scoring a few goals this year? The free-kick specialist. I think they... um. Uh, helped knock Man United out of the Carabao Cup. Oh, well. Decent little player. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the one. Yeah, he's a good player. Still got David Nugent. And, uh, was it hmm. Tom Huddleston? Tom Huddleston's there, yeah. Decent, uh, strong midfielder. Curtis Davis, uh, Bradley Johnson, Jack Marriott. Yeah. Okay, I've, yeah. I've heard of any of them, but yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Hopefully well, we well, won't on on. Uh, on yeah. No, it's Harry Wilson I was thinking of. Yeah, he's he's been like a free kick specialist. Yeah, if you get a chance, take a look at his free kick against Man United because it was a beauty. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very very good. And I, yeah, I'm big on Tom Lawrence. So yeah. 
There you go. There's a little preview on Derby. Apologies. Yeah. Sorry anyway. to Derby fans out, out there who aren't listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so anything else? Uh, just uh, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.